Welcome to the Negotiation and Conflict Management podcast series, I'm Glad I Know That Now. This series is brought to you by the NAC team. NAC, N-A-C, stands for Negotiation and Conflict. NAC is made up of a team of scholars who are passionate about the teaching, research, and practice of negotiation and conflict management and all related topics. We offer you this podcast series to highlight the work of global academic thought leaders who have a knack for negotiating and managing conflict. We hope you enjoy this episode. I am Michael Gross, your podcast host for today. Our podcast guests today are Jean Brett and Roy Lewicki. Jean Brett is the DeWitt W. Buchanan, Jr., Professor Emerita, of Dispute Resolution and Organizations at Northwestern University. She initiated Kellogg's course on negotiation in 1981. She is the founder and was the director of Kellogg's Dispute Resolution Research Center. She is now the president of Negotiation and Team Resources, a not-for-profit supporting research and teaching in the field of negotiation. Her 2022 book, with Tyree Mitchell is Searching for Trust in the Global Economy. Roy Lewicki is the Irving Abramowitz Professor Emeritus of Management and Human Resources at The Ohio State University. He has been teaching courses on conflict management and negotiation since 1971. He was the founder of the Conflict Management and Negotiation Division of the Academy of Management and recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award from the International Association of Conflict Management. He is the lead author of eight editions of the textbook Negotiation, as well as accompanying volumes of experiential teaching materials and the co-editor of seven volumes of research on negotiation in organizations. Today's episode is one of a three-part series on the origins of teaching negotiation and our discipline in business schools. Hi, welcome. I'm glad you're both here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us, Michael, letting us reminisce about the good old days. Great to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for your time. Roy, I understand that you began began the very first course in negotiation, What brought you to start a negotiation course at a business school, and when did you make this happen? What was your background at the time, and where were you at? Um, I completed my doctoral degree in 1968 at Teachers College, Columbia. Um, I had the great privilege of working with Morton Deutsch, who was just building his doctoral program and designing experiments in negotiation uh, and conflict management. I was his research assistant on several studies and did my dissertation on negotiation with him. As I completed my degree, I was hired into the Department of Administrative Sciences at Yale with a joint appointment in the Department of Psychology. Uh, The psych department had a course in the psychology of conflict on the books, uh, but no instructor to teach it, and they asked me to fill the role as as part of my joint appointment. After uh, After several years, in 1972, I moved to the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth. I tried the conflict course I had developed at Yale, um, but um, quickly discovered that the students really wanted negotiation more than conflict management skills. Um, I began to assemble whatever theory and experiment, experiential materials 
uh, existed in negotiation and the uh, and the resources were pretty scarce. As you can imagine, they were uh, we used very simple uh, materials that were available, uh, such as Walton and McCursey's book on labor negotiations, um, work by Deutsch for Dean Pruitt, uh, game theory like Rafa and Rappaport and Siegel and Foraker, and some writing by political scientists like Thomas Schelling. For experiential materials, I used several games like Prisoner's Dilemma, Labor and Management and Purchasing Simulations, a Community Dispute, a Power Simulation, and anything else we could put together. Uh, by 1977, when I left Dartmouth and on went to Duke University, the course had expanded to two MBA sections of about 40 students each and was pretty popular. Very nice. So, Gene, what about your course? What brought you to start a negotiation course at a business school? And when did you make this happen? And what was your background at the time? And where were you at? Well, I started teaching negotiation at Kellogg in the fall of 1981. I'd been teaching human resources management. And frankly, I found it pretty boring. And my husband, Steve Goldberg, was teaching negotiations at the law school at Northwestern. He'd learned about the course from Roger Fisher at Harvard in 1979-1980, and Roger graciously um, handed over the syllabus, handed over the exercises, and said, go teach it. Um, Steve was having so much fun teaching, I thought anything to get out of human resources management. Now, you know, Roy went into this teaching negotiation in the business school with credentials. My credentials were pretty limited. I had a master's degree in labor relations. I'd read Walton and McCursey in graduate school. I'd written a paper on game theory. I guess I thought I knew enough about it, uh, which of course I didn't. Um, but I went, you know, undaunted, I went off to my department chair and proposed the course. And he was pretty unfortunate. Um I had to assure him that there was only one labor management exercise in the course and convinced what really convinced him, I think, was that it was based on experiential learning. So exercises, feedback, and we've been doing experiential learning in the core, a little bit of it, and it was working well. So he said, okay, you can try anything once, but I don't promise you can keep doing it. And I think I had 17 students that first year. Um, I don't really remember much about the first year other than the fact that no one freaked out. So um, Roger had warned Steve and me that Harvard Law School students got really involved in the negotiation exercises. And you had to keep a close eye on things so that they didn't erupt into shouting matches or worse. Nothing like that happened to me in the first year, but I was still pretty wary. Well, I still have those feelings myself that you just described every time I walk in front of the classroom. Roy, did you have support from your dean and your colleagues? What helped your course become part of the curriculum at Dartmouth? <clears throat> I had uh, great support from the dean and, uh, and my colleagues. Uh, the dean of Dartmouth was a fellow by the name of John Hennessy, who was a superb case teacher um, and management scholar. Um, and he was extremely supportive of curriculum innovation 
and helping faculty get new courses started. Uh, what made the course successful, I think, was that students who took the, the first or second course found the experiential activities to be really involving uh, and, and exciting, um, and word got around quickly um, about enrollment in the course, even if it was not a required course for a major in accounting or finance or marketing. Um, in most institutions that, that I know about, negotiation has been an elective course uh, and must compete against all of the required elective sequences in an MBA program like marketing or accounting or so forth. I think it's you know, the continued success of the course um, in various universities and, and so forth has um, depends on, on three major things. Uh, first, uh, the experiential component involves students emotionally, um, and lots of things happen they don't expect, particularly with regard to conflict and and um, and really getting angry at each other. Uh, second, it engages the students' natural, uh, particularly MBAs, their sense of natural competitiveness, um, and allows them to discover the positive and negative aspects of that competition. Uh, and finally, because it's not a required prerequisite, students see that the skills that they pick up are necessary for almost every professional area uh, that they wind up going into. Thank you. Gene, did you have support from your dean, colleagues, and what helped you or what helped your course become part of the curriculum at Kellogg? Well, that question, Michael, brings up the infamous story of my negotiation with Dean Jacobs. Don Jacobs was the dean at Kellogg for 25 years. He built the Kellogg School, and in many ways, Kellogg, especially in in those days, um, so we're talking about early 1980s, um, we were kind of the anti-HBS business school model. Um, Don had hired young faculty from the disciplines, and we were doing pretty basic research and publishing in disciplinary journals. And Don had a model of let a thousand flowers bloom. His strategy was not kind of top-down that he knew what the business school of the future in those days was going to look like, but rather that his faculty were going to generate that school. And so he was like watering the flowers. He'd see what bloomed, and then he watered those some more. And the ones that didn't bloom, he'd plant some different seeds and, and try it. And I think the negotiation course, is one that bloomed for all the reasons that Roy just gave us. Because when I went into the classroom, I remember the first time I was there was the fall of 81. The second time was the fall of 82. And literally the students were hanging off the ceiling. I, the, the room was packed. And of course that was before we had all these computer generated class lists and all that sort of thing. I was completely shocked. I had no idea how to teach this many students. Um, and so I kind of looked around and said, I can't do this. I can take 24. That was Roger Fisher's magic number that you could keep an eye on. And um, I said, I'll make it fair. I'll do a lottery and I'll put a note in your mail cubby holes, whether you got in or not. So I did that. And then the next thing I knew, Don Jacobs was in my office I wasn't called to his office. He came to my office and he sat down and he said, Gene, you can't do this. These students want this class. 
And after quite a bit of back and forth and me explaining, I didn't know how to teach a big class using experiential learning. And I warned Don about the risks outlined by Roger Fisher. And at one point, I went to my BATNA and said, well, if it's all or none, then we'll just cancel the class. And Don said, no. Um, But he put the burden of a different solution on me. He said, okay, if you can only take 24 students this fall, what are we going to do with the other 50? And I suggested that the two advanced PhD students who are sitting in to learn how to teach the course could maybe teach sections winter quarter. And Don's reaction was, I have never had a PhD student teach an MBA before. They better do a good job. So, of course, they did. Rita Driggy and Deborah Shapiro did that good job. But teaching Rita and Deborah how to teach the course, when I had just taught myself how to teach the course the year before, that became a model that we used over and over and over again at Kellogg to teach grad students, to teach postdocs. We taught newly hired young faculty, and ultimately through our certificate program, we taught teachers from around the world how to teach the negotiation course. That internship model was um, really very effective. Um, Our PhD students and our postdocs had teaching experience. It not only looked good on their veto when they went out of the job market, but it really gave them extra poise in their job interviews. The other thing it did that Dean Jacobs liked, of course, is um, at the same time that it met my interest in keeping the class sizes small, it also kept the cost of teaching so many sections low. And I think another thing that was important in diffusing the course around the business school world is that unlike the law schools who, which when they had excess students, um, they hired clinical faculty to teach their negotiation course. And that's not what we did. Everyone who taught negotiation at Kellogg, every single person, had to go through Lee Thompson's PhD negotiation seminar. They knew the literature, they knew the research, and many of them started contributing um, their own research to the knowledge base because of course Lee required a research paper um, for that class. So I think those were really important ways that Kellogg supported First, the Dean Jacobs, but then Kellogg itself supported the diffusion of the negotiation course across business schools. As our series name states, I'm glad I know that now. Once more, I'm Michael Gross, and on behalf of all of us, we thank our guests, Jean Brett and Leroy Lewicki. On behalf of our NAC team, Deborah Sai, Michael Gross, that's me, Jennifer Parlamis, Laura Reese, and Ming Hong Sai, Thank you for listening. For more information about this and every episode, you can check out the podcast notes on the NAC website at www.conflictandnegotiationteam.com. So that's one word, conflictandnegotiationteam.com. There you can find additional sources and links to materials, to materials cited in each episode. Please tell a friend about our podcast. And we hope that you'll join us next time for another fascinating discussion about a topic you'll be glad to know about.